This is She Vice with Ellie and Tash, advice to our 18-year-old selves. Disclaimer, this podcast is so real, it may contain snorting and swearing. Welcome back to She Vice. The podcast is right for you, girls. That was lovely. It was my attempt at a theme song, mm. just in case we decide to go down Maybe that route. we should route. ditch the one we've got and yeah. put that one in there. <laughs> okay, perfect. This week we are talking one night stands. Getting the D. Getting the Straight D away. or otherwise known as fucking on the first date. Yeah, so cute. So cute. It's quite an exciting topic. You know, we're all entitled to have a good time. Get our yeah. jig on. Getting jiggy with it. So we have a wonderful friend Paige joining us all the way from Canada. We're going to pick up this conversation with Paige like a single man at the bar. <laughs> No. We're going to slide into this conversation. Like no, a male slides into your visage. Welcome to the podcast. All the way from Canada. Yeah, I'm so happy to hear from you guys. So we'll jump straight into things. Have you had a one night stand? And if so, what happened? Give us the juicy dates. They're juicy, all right. Um, it <laughs> just so happens that I've had one that's been super memorable. In a funny way or a touching way? <laughs> it's quite touching. Um, my one night stand from seven months ago is in the other room from me. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. It's so extreme because we had agreed it was a one night stand. Oh, um, wow. There was an agreement and everything. It was an agreement. So I was moving out to BC and I had my flight booked. I had my job lined up. Everything was ready to rock. And like two weeks before I left, I was single and I I was like, you know what, before I go, I should treat myself. I'm going to just, you know, get a little of that D, you know, just vitamin D is essential. You know what I'm saying? I love that. So I downloaded Mm. Bumble for the first time in my life. I swiped a bunch and stuff and I woke up the Wednesday morning and there was like, I saw tons of matches. Look at me go, right? Uh, No big deal. Drowning in it. You know how it is. It's a rough life. Let, Let me tell you. Yeah. I had like this guy named Shane caught my eye. He was out of town working in Windsor. I was like, perfect. He doesn't even live here. Like this is perfect. It's in and out, (laughs) one and done. He asked for my number to text me. He calls me instead. I freak out. I just rip my headphones out and I was like, who does that? I'm like, oh my God, no, he's a psycho. He's gonna murder me. He's calling me on the phone. Like this is too much. Did you answer? The second time, oh my God. I text him right after and goes, did you just call me on the phone? I'm like, what are we married? Like, <laughs> what is that? So we talk and he's sweet. And I'm like, listen, I explain the situation. I'm like, if you want to meet up, you want to hook up, let's fucking do it. You know? And he's like, okay, sure. There was no beating around the bush. I had nothing to lose. We met up and he opens the door and he's charismatic. He's wonderful. He's sweet. He's kind. Aww. He had candles lit. What? Candles. Where were you? If you're going to have a one-night stand, do it in a hotel room because that shit's nice. He was staying in a hotel room and he managed to find candles. He went to a store and was like, I need to buy candles. Oh, my God. Was he not? No, I mean, that's cute. But as a one-night stand, that is so intense. Did you wear a trench coat and go to, like, reception and be like, Mr. Jones has left me a key? (laughs) I wore sweatpants, a fucking sweater, and no makeup. Whoa, I was like, listen, I'm here for one thing and one thing only. Get the job done. Yeah. Don't even look at me. Just give me the headpiece. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
So that's it. It's done. Never going to see again. It's over, right? Goodbye. No. My crazy ass has one more week left with my friends and family. And I drive my ass up to fucking Toronto and go stay with them for three days and get it in for three days. Sorry, fam. I've got priorities up in Toronto. Yeah. So at this point, were you thinking, this is some great sex and I just kind of want to keep having sex with this person and take this opportunity? Or were you starting to feel you know what, maybe I do like this guy. No, you've nailed it. The sex was amazing, but it was more of like, I can't not go up there and have sex with him. Like, it was so good. How could I not? Yeah. You're making the most of that situation. Yeah. You're seizing the day. Fucking carpe diem. How did you sort of wrap up the three days? We said it with a smile on our face and we were both happy that we had that experience that we had. We both knew from the start I was leaving. So the following week I leave, but then he called me and he kept calling me. He called me every morning, called me every night. Like... (laughs) Like this man. And then one day it was like, I love you. And then it was like, I love you. And we did long. Wow. Yeah, we did long distance. You loved each other after four days of like physically seeing each other. I He says he loved me the minute he opened the hotel room door. Oh, really? But he love said I. Sight. He always says, I loved you the minute I opened that door. And it's, yeah, it's. Love it's so that is sweet so he said he loved you from the first moment he saw you he knew that this was a one-night stand or you know that you were being very casual about it and you also said that you mentioned throughout the process of the three days you know we both know what this is we have an arrangement yeah we have an arrangement (laughs) this is not happening Mm -hmm. so what were his thoughts if he loved you from first sight knowing this was going to end like have you asked him since how he felt about that so Shane, he's very like in touch with his emotions and I think that he felt the same way as me like we were enjoying what we had at that time and when he told yeah. me that he met he was okay with that arrangement because he wasn't looking for a relationship so mm. I know he was okay with it but like just because you're going into it with a mindset that it's this one time thing like, you can't really control how you feel and you can't just yeah. dictate what it's gonna be what are your views on women versus men having one night stands like do you think there's double standards there or is that sort of something that we've made up in our own heads i'm just the perfect person so i don't see the difference between genders <laughs> but it's funny because i read that question and i didn't know how to feel yeah. about it because to me there there's no stigma either way okay but i what i did was i asked shane i said what do you think and he said well it's not fair, but obviously uh, there's more stigma against women. You know, men are congratulated among their friends and they think it's so yeah. cool and whatnot. And, you know, women, it's it's thought to be slutty or um, yeah. mm-hmm. not appropriate and you you don't have a self-worth. I don't believe that. Like Shane said, it was like, of course that's the social norm, but yeah. it's not yeah. fair whatsoever. He said, we're all human beings and we like, we have these urges. We want to do what makes us happy. And if that's what makes you happy, that is what it is. And I was like, okay, well, thank you for putting it into those words for me because I'm mean, here. My yeah. like, you know, everyone's equal. Everything's fine. Like yeah. who cares? Do what you want. But, um, so you've never felt the pressures from society to not put yourself out there sexually as much as you did in this circumstance or in other circumstances? Well, now that I'm 28, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to assume, but... 
to me, you absolutely ooze fucking confidence. So would you say that you care less because you are confident? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you have to be confident in who you are to like not care what other people think. Mm. We're all adults. We know that. But when you're 18, 19, 20, you don't know that. You think that your self-worth is what people tell you it is. So if the stigma is that you have one night stand, you're a slut, then you don't want to have one night stands. And I am confident in myself. I have loving friends. I have a loving partner but you know at one time I didn't have that and I would never dream and I was with a partner that said oh you did this you did that you slept with this person you were like this and they make you feel like shit about it when they have no right to say those things about you so eventually like both of you I'm sure feel similar in that once you're confident with yourself and you stop caring about what other people think one night stand is not a big deal yeah if you just want that physical connection with someone you don't need to deny yourself that however again this is coming from me where i'm now but you look back at when you were 18 17 16 what however you are when you're not confident like that girls that were having sex with multiple guys and not have a relationship with them have a bad name and and you don't want to deal with that when you're a kid you don't want to deal with like that negative connotation attached with your reputation whatever that may be so I do think that when you're young you should figure out who you are before having one night stands I think it's an adult it's a mature thing to do sex is a powerful thing when you're younger you might have a bad experience in a one night stand you don't want to fuck around with it until you really know what's up yeah, until you can bounce back, you've got the confidence yeah. to bounce back from it or understand what happened there rather than just take it and be yeah. like, oh my God, I'm wrong for this reason, this reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Or thinking that's what sex is. Yeah, I don't feel like you should feel dirty or like you don't deserve respect or you're not worthy after a one night stand. You should feel empowered and like mm. like that was the right thing to do. It's a dance of shame. It's not a walk of shame. You know, you dance out the house in your house. <laughs> So with Tinder and dating apps, how do you sort of spot out a a psycho? (laughs) How would you spot out a psycho? To be perfectly honest, he was the first Tinder meetup that I had. Uh, I I mean, like here in Canada, like in Toronto, there was this guy that would like find guys on Grindr and he would literally murder them and chop them into pieces (gasps) after he sexually tortured them for hours. So I mean, like... Yeah, he cut up oh. their body parts and put them into like barrels and they were found in like his garage and stuff like was this. Was that recently? Yeah, this was in the past Holy. two years. And like there's date rape drugs. There's, I mean, what I would say yeah. is not the advice I followed, but like if you're going to go on a date, make sure people know about it. Like I, my girlfriend yeah. knew the hotel room, knew his name, had his profile, like had everything like yes. that. Like yeah. that's not going to prevent you from getting murdered, but it'll make sure that he goes <laughs> to jail for it. At least people At least will know get where caught. to find you. Yeah. There's always a gut feeling as well so Mm. with regards to sort of looking at Shane's pictures and things like that and being like right I feel comfortable enough to go and have a one night stand with this man you know I know we keep jumping to murder but I know he's not going to murder me (laughs) Um, listen I always jump to murder well Tosh has seen his photos like picture with the nan oh yeah picture with a baby yeah um no he didn't have that he had a picture with a chainsaw (laughs) (laughs) he literally was holding a chainsaw like he he just serious right now? I'm serious. I will send you the picture if you no, if you need proof. She's not joking. Oh my god. No, he had a picture. What? He was holding a chainsaw and he's all muscular with his 
big fucking smile. Ugh, he's so cute. Um, <laughs> oh my god, so cute. There's a chainsaw he's gonna cut my body up with. Oh. I'm like, oh, at least it'll be quick. That chainsaw looks really sharp. <laughs> so what were you saying? Sorry, what were the points that you noticed and you were like, no, uh, I feel comfy in my guts. He had ones like uh, jet skiing, rock climbing, hiking, like all things I'm oh. into, things that I like. So I'm like, yeah. okay, well, like, he looks like he's into yeah. things I'm into. I'm ready to go. Yeah. I don't even care. Murder me, like, whatever. <laughs> follow your gut always. Always follow your gut. What would your advice be for a woman who may have a one night stand in the future? Make sure you know yourself. I have been in a situation where I don't feel good about myself and I need physical validation. You want someone to make you feel desired. Mm. Make sure that it's what you actually want and not just an issue that you're trying to cover up with that good feeling mm-hmm. of having sex if you're going to meet up with someone off of a dating site or whatever make sure you let your friends know where you are keep your location on your phone on check in with your friends if you feel uneasy dip because we're women we have a higher yeah. risk we have to live like that of course teach men not to be like that but at the end of the day you got to watch out for yourself and you got to be strong and you gotta be safe take all the precautions you can and enjoy yourself and if you feel safe doing so and, and that's what you want to do and you know yourself then why not you never know where it could lead and if anything you get some vitamin d some motherfucking <laughs> vitamin d amen yeah. sister I really love that Paige highlighted once you are older, you get more confident, you have great people around you, you're more self-assured. And when you make that decision to have a one night stand, you are doing it for the right reasons. Saving the sort of one night stands for later in life isn't a bad piece of advice. The first episode we talked about the importance of trusting the person that you're with and this is the importance of trusting yourself. So it is a a similar discussion, I guess, and we don't want to sound like we're repeating ourselves, but we also think it's a good thing to highlight the confidence going with it. If you're looking for something from sex and that person that you're having sex with doesn't respond in a way that you expect, Mm -hmm. it can be damaging. Yeah. Do you have a funny one-night stand story? My most recent one-night stand, um, he was a bit younger. Nothing wrong with that. So he was 16. Um, Ah! (laughs) It was illegal. (laughs) When I first went to the date, he kind of had this real like, yeah, I'm the man, yeah, what, what of it, like, aren't you impressed by me type attitude. And I thought, perfect, this is the kind of wanker that I, like, he's hot. I'm not going to feel bad about just sleeping with the guy and like leaving it. So we went and got some snacks, took it back to his house. How did you meet? On Tinder. Is um, that your your dating app of choice? Tinder uh, versus Bumble? Uh, Which has the best sort of quality? I like Tinder better for some reason, the app. But Bumble, right. I feel like it's got more options. Maybe they like pick people that you'd be more likely to like or okay. something. All right. I don't know. Maybe a better algorithm. Yes. Right. I'm not into swiping and seeing somebody holding a fish up or <laughs> put off. She's not into fishermen. I don't like guys holding fish. And with those glasses, you know, those like multicolored red to green, like kind of faded glasses. You know, the ones that are like shiny and they kind of look like you're a 40 year old like fisherman's dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you'd wear cycling. <laughs> How many guys have you come across? On I've come across Tinder so many. Anyone holding, holding a fish? Anyone holding a fish is wearing those glasses. <laughs> anyway, so we ended up getting snacks going back to his house. We were dancing salsa dance together. It was really cute. He started to loosey goosey up. We were joking around. In and his I was bedroom? Like, in his lounge. No, were you home. drinking? We had some wine, yeah. When do you drink wine? I've started now. I'm a grown up. <laughs> I'm a grown up. I'm almost 30. I've got to start drinking wine. Um, yeah, so we were dancing salsa, so it was really fun. And then I was like, do you want to take this upstairs? 
Look at you, little instigator. He's like, who's the sexy older woman that's come to lay me down? (laughs) Come to lay me down? Um, Yeah, so we did the deed. Am I allowed to say this? It was terrible. We won't go into details of why it was terrible? I don't know. I'm going to be careful about my words here Mm because I don't want to go into too much detail. But I will say that there were some real bulbous eyes. Bulbous eyes? Kind of like he had no eyelids and he was staring at me like a That is really off-putting. Real off-putting. Yeah, that's not a good time. Um, Also felt like he was on a timer. (laughs) Oh, God. A quick humper? (laughs) So then he wants to go again and I... (laughs) You're like, no, no, no. I was like, this is... Horrible. <laughs> so I think I went again for the sake of just oh, for I pleasuring know. him. No, I know. I just was like, I feel bad. Like, so this which is, is this horrible. is where us women need to check in. You go, yes. am I doing it for me? No. I was not doing it for me. This <laughs> no. Time. No. That's when you rudely put your pants on and you say, this has been fun, but I'm going to go. <laughs> and it wasn't that I wasn't comfortable as in like I felt unsafe. No. Then I got my clothes on and I said, I'm going to go <laughs> after mm. the second time. Mm. And he pretended to cry in his pillow. He <laughs> rolled over and was like, fine, you have to leave. It's fine. And he started to show me this like childish shit. Yeah, sort of- like I'm not this big dick, like, yeah, fuck you, guy anymore. When I say big dick, I mean big dick jeans. You know that, <laughs> you know that mentality of like, Where yeah, I got with his my legs big dick wide open. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. That mentality left out the window after we had sex. Oh my gosh. And he turned into this little puppy. He was talking to me about meeting his flatmates. Oh wow. It was hectic. Then fast forward a couple days and he asked to go for breakfast. And I'll say, that's quite sweet. Uh, He's really cute. I loved. Oh no, you went. I haven't dated a man in so long. So I was like, yeah. Give me some of that. He was quite awkward and uncomfortable and like, this is just different. I don't know. I'm not into it. Okay, I'm not into it. Yeah. So texted him and told him I wasn't into it. He wrote back saying, wow, can I still see you? And I said, yeah, we can be friends. So I went to meet up with him. Oh, no. And it turns out it was a trap. And he sort of pretty much backed me in a corner and was questioning me as to why we weren't going to be dating. What? Yeah. And he was asking for details he was asking why and I was like I just am not into it and he goes but why like like I definitely don't want to like discount his feelings and yes it's lovely that he has those feelings and he's come on really strong that's really nice I'm not discrediting that no but he put you in an uncomfortable situation where you're now forced to answer these questions well it made me realize more about the gender roles within one night stands and how even women and even I assume that men don't really care about mm-hmm. if you're going to see them again. Yeah. So what did you learn from that experience? You have to voice how you're feeling, what your intention is. I didn't know my intention was to kind of just get in, get out until I got to the date and realized. It wasn't vibing. I wasn't vibing. Yeah, I've actually been in a similar situation where it was sort of the guy that was really keen and it does come across like quite unnatural because it's usually totally the other way around. It doesn't in a sense give you sort of like this power that you don't usually have, but it's not like a power that you sort of want. I'd always felt that like, if from a one night stand, the guy was really keen after you, then you'd kind of achieved what you needed to achieve because we were having one night stands for the wrong reasons. Then, mm. oh, he likes you the next day. You've done what you wanted to do. Yeah. You've got that approval, but you just want to throw it away anyway. So it's actually like... Then you feel shit about yourself when you throw yeah. it away. So it's like yeah. either way you're going to feel shit about yourself. Yeah. So listen, is work on yourself. 
get confident, be self-assured, and then go out and have a one-night stand for the right reasons mm. with people on the basis that it is a one-night stand, mm. nobody's going to get attached, and sort of lay out those guidelines like Paige had. And look, if you both do have feelings and you end up having a relationship after it, that's really nice. Another thing, though, is that you don't know that. It's hard to, to step back and go, hey, just so you know, um, I know we're just in a date and I'm not assuming anything, but when we do have sex later, that's all I want. You know, it's like, it's a little bit, it just sort of ruins the, the magic of the night. Yeah, that's true. Do you have any other advice for women who may have a one night stand that Paige didn't touch on? Having a backup plan, having everybody know exactly where you are, being over safe. There are plenty of apps out there that can actually connect your friends with your location. I also find on Facebook Messenger, there's a way you can share your location for mm. an hour. That's a really good one just before you either go home with them or before you go on your date and just you know having a friend have a backup plan I also had um, my best mate call me on a date if I text her with any letter or any weird word she would give me a call five minutes later telling me that I needed to come home yeah it's a really good idea to just have a backup plan and just to feel really safe in yourself because that in itself is being a grown-up and being an independent and strong woman is having a backup plan and so if you feel that way going into it then you're going to enjoy the experience yeah definitely safe dating is smart dating Oh, is that our tagline? <laughs> we've got a theme tune at the start, now we've got a new tagline. Time for mangles. Time for the man's angle. Man's angle. The mangle. All right. So we ask questions and... Think about what you want to say. I'm editing you in my head right now and I'm like, we asked... <laughs> Why do I do that? Okay, so we talk to some... <laughs> So we asked some guys' opinions around whether or not they thought there was a stigma around men and women having one-night stands and if they thought less of a woman if they did have a one-night stand. Luckily, they did not. No, and we're definitely not blurring anything out. They mentioned that as you sort of mature, you become stronger in that opinion that, yeah, there is no sort of judgment around it. I guess they sort of highlighted that society does see women in that light if they are having a one-night stand. Yeah, that there's such shaming and yeah, that sort of thing. there is. And one thing that they did point out is that there's an old saying, it states that a guy is like a key and a girl is like a lock. A key that opens many locks is a master key, yet a lock that is opened by many keys is a shitty lock. I remember hearing that when I was younger and I genuinely, that really did like stick with you oh god yeah i was like "Ooh, better not sleep with too many guys or i'm gonna be like a dirty old lock (laughs) (laughs) and we don't want that to stick with you i feel like the the key message here and um the guys touched on this as well is that both men and women if highly promiscuous people are usually not doing it to feel sexually liberated and there are deeper seated issues here they're potentially not doing it for the right reasons and that requires some deeper reflection. The guys also touched on the fact that one night stands are trending in more of a transactional form of sex. It's sort of our our day and age that we sort of find ourselves in. Yeah, like as you grow, your view changes on that. So as you mature, your values and your needs change. Mm. Another thing we touched on is have you ever felt used in an experience Mm. or have you felt empowered or satisfied? And it was basically a resounding no. Yes. From the men. (laughs) 
Um, Definitely. They haven't felt, they, I mean, they said they felt satisfied. Definitely satisfied. But um, they didn't feel used or they didn't feel like, oh, I'm empowered now or anything like that. One of them said that a one night stand is mainly viewed as a venting exercise. You're free of fear and inhibitions. You're also there to seek pleasure for yourself. So they both said that it's hard for a guy to feel used when they would go into the situation with the goal of coming. It's very much like a, I'm here to finish. Mm. It's like a basic need here. Well, and I think that's the thing. Guys are always guaranteed to finish. Yeah. um, And women aren't. So that could be where women do often feel used or ripped off. When do you see a guy walking away and be like, oh, yeah, sorry, I haven't been able to finish tonight. But it's been fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there could be something there. Also, like, you know, women finding emotional connection actually gets them off quite mm-hmm. a fair bit and so you know if you're not getting that from a one night stand you're not feeling as satisfied so men might find that they're more satisfied in the situation and it's a lot easier for them to just be like right I know what I'm coming here for yeah I'm coming to come yeah and we did actually ask one of the guys if there has been an experience when they have treated somebody else poorly in a one night stand and yes yes was the answer dismissiveness of a person's emotions for the physical end goal. And that's like I mentioned in my story, that's what I did. And I took advantage of someone's emotions here, not necessarily intentionally, but it's something that both men and women go through, which is quite interesting. And that's it for Mango. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. And thanks again to Paige. It was great to have you on the podcast this week don't forget to hit subscribe and follow us on instagram and leave us a review we hope that some of our stories resonated with you and you've experienced these if you have any funny ones please dm them to us we enjoy listening to other people's stories as well um that's at shivice podcast just again the name is at shivice podcast on instagram thank you and au revoir <laughs> <laughs>